caught. Is it inbounds? Yes! Touchdown, Titans! Jonu Smith tips it to himself. What a play! Fumbles. Ball is loose. There's a fight for it. Titan ball! Casey got it out. And Big Jeff at the bottom of the pile starts wrestling a raven. And he wins. Welcome to Titans Beat on the Say It Again Network. Alongside Albert Hainsworth and Anna Lewis, I'm Joe Lemming. And here we are after another Titans victory heading into the home stretch of the season. The Titans have hit the 10-win mark and are pushing to win the AFC South with a pivotal matchup coming up this week against the Green Bay Packers. How are y'all doing this evening? Good. Yeah, I'm doing great. Good to be on, what, Victory Tuesday? I'll claim that. (laughs) For sure. It's the first time since, what, 2008 is the last time we've hit double-digit victories. So we finally broke the 9-7 and streak and have a favorable chance to win the AFC South. So super exciting times in the football world as the Titans beat down on the Detroit Lions. Derrick Henry had another great day as well as Ryan Tannehill for five total touchdowns. They went at a score of 46 to 25, and it was never really close. Nope. No, so no it was ridiculous. First, first time they had double-digit wins since 2008, since I played? Wow. It's been a long time. Well, Yeah, I think they missed you, Albert. Yeah, let's see if they can eclipse that 13 wins. They, they cannot. They cannot, not this year. Tannehill led team <laughs> can eclipse that thirteen win team, you know, in two thousand eight. You probably put that team against us, wouldn't you? Wouldn't you, Joe? I know you would. That, that would that would be a great battle. A really no, good offensive team no, versus a really good defensive team. Dude, we will shut down Derrick Henry all day long. Ooh. Ooh. That that feels bold. That's not where I thought you were gonna go and <laughs> I uh, wow. Who what? Go back and look. Who rushed for like a hundred yards on us? Two thousand eight. We're number one defense in the league. Y'all were ridiculous. We we know this. Yeah, it's like it's not <laughs> happening. You. If we get fifty, sixty yards, it'll be that'll be a great game for Derrick Henry. Just saying. Oh, that's my bold. God. That might that might be the boldest take that we'll have all show this week. That's like we're we not. We gotta let, let, let's get them all. Let, let's get the team back together and let's put them up against Derrick Henry. And I want to see what happens. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, was, well, if we can only if we can go back in time, right? I would lo- <laughs> I would I would love that. And then I guarantee we'll make we'll make your boy. Your boy Tannehill be like Max Schaub. Mm-mm. Be a deer in the headlights. Oh man. I'm just telling, we'll just shut that we'll shut that team down now. Like absolutely. A run a run def- a run offense or a pass would not do much of anything against us. Just saying. That's just the facts. It's just the facts. I'm so, while we're on that while we're on that subject, we might need the team of 2008 to come back and help us on defense because another week went by where I don't believe we actually recorded a sack 
because the one time we got Matthew Stafford in the dirt, it was on a fumble, so it was actually ruled just a tackle for loss instead of sack. So pass rush still not there. But on the bright side, we did get a Dory Jackson back in the secondary this week and relatively held the chunk plays down to a, a minimum on Sunday, which was a great sight. I'm telling you, they're not going to do anything until the Titans start learning how to rush. I mean, it's their scheme that's, that's messing them up. It's their scheme that don't allow them to rush. I mean, all they do is, like, blitz. The only time they get pressure is blitzing, blitzing, blitzing. I mean, it's ridiculous. That's why you get – when you start facing great teams, like when you face, like, Patrick Mahomes, you're not going to be able to beat those teams because if you think you're just going to blitz them, he's going to pick you apart. He's going to pick you apart because, I mean yeah. – you're gonna have the you're gonna have the drop seven back to 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 make him hold the ball and 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 you know and get pressure. Like if you think you're gonna blitz him and have like five or six in coverage, you're gonna get toasted every time. I'm just looking at it as far as playoffs. I mean, it's good they're in the playoffs now. You know, great with that. But you gotta look at the teams that you're gonna face in the playoffs and need to prepare for them and Patrick Mahomes is the ones that you're going to have to prepare for yeah yeah because the Steelers have made it clear that they're not a contender anymore not for the Super Bowl um they have completely cracked and I love it but you're absolutely right um I I've had to explain the issues of the past rush down like a very I don't want to say elementary but somebody called me elementary yesterday so I'll do it at a very elementary level um, of why it's not working because people want to say like, oh, we don't have the talented players. There's too much going on up front. They're do- trying to get too cute and trying to do too much. And Albert, I know you said this a couple weeks ago, like your coaches just let you do what you do. And that's what they need to do. Jeff's getting double teamed now. And uh, we knew that was going to happen. But there are other talented guys in the middle. But if they can't create pressure and collapse that pocket to where the guys coming off the edge can be effective, we're not going to see that, and we're going to see Patrick Mahomes pick us apart because our, our secondary is not there, and our only hope, at least last year, was the fact that our guys got back there and created pressure. It wasn't that our secondary was outstanding. They were solid. And um, I don't know. I, I'm glad that we're sitting where we're at, 10-4. and four. It's a great place to be. I'm just not somebody to get complacent, and I don't want to go and lose you know, the first or second game of the playoffs. I want to go all the way. Um, this, this defense hasn't proved to me they can do that. What I do love is the turnovers they're creating, but we've got to get off the field on third down. Um, that's still an issue. It's an issue everyone sees. And I, I don't know. They're not playing as much soft coverage, but it's still there. So I don't know. Do you guys have any thoughts on that? I saw recently um, on Twitter when we were talking about the Titans defense and the pass rush, that Clay Matthews seemed like he was interested in coming in. I really, I think that we need, we need help. It's not just a, a scheme thing. I think there's just a lack of depth. So, I mean, outside of Harold Landry, I mean, who have you really, I mean, you see uh, Simmons making plays up front. He's being disruptive, but being he's getting double teamed, he's not really the main guy getting pressure. He's drawing away blocks. So you've got to get guys that are able to get in rush the passer to help out Landry. And, I mean, Daquan Jones has been more of a force in the run-stopping, so you need somebody else aside from Landry to get in there and pass rush. 
but uh, yeah, I, think... I really like I really like Roberson. Um, I know he's still young and he's still figuring it out, and he was hurt for like the first nine or ten weeks. But I really like him. He just can't. Him and Landry both have a hard time cutting that edge as hard as they need to. But part of the issue there is that Jeff is he's creating pressure where he's at. But you do need somebody else helping collapse that pocket so that they can get in because you you can't ask a guy to cut back, cut backwards. Um, they need to be cut in parallel, at least in a perfect scenario. Um, but no, I I wanted to throw this on here because I, I was so upset. I had someone say to me, "If you love Jeffrey Simmons so much, how much how can you say as someone that has been in the football world, especially in that position, um, how can you say he's great if he's not getting?" stacks and i just wanted to punch them through the phone Uh, he's all by himself and it's not his fucking job i guess we need to mark this one as explicit it's not his fucking job 100 realize people don't realize football you don't have to be you don't have to make the play to be in the play disruptive yeah i mean you just don't like i mean there's so many different measurements uh to be like i could say oh my first year in Washington, they tried to say, like, oh, it was a bust or something like that. Let's say, well, uh, the linebacker played behind me. I was like London Fletcher or whatever. Uh, this guy, you know, and he used to talk trash, too, uh, like about me. And, and, and this guy never made it to a Pro Bowl until, you know, guess what? Who got there? Me. <laughs> I first Pro Bowl. And, like. 12 years or something like that you know and then like then my agent even broke it down even more like with me on the field playing the defense was a full yard better one full yard wasn't me playing but yeah hey oh albert hainsworth he didn't play hard blah 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 no i played in a shit scheme and, and still did what i did and still affected the game and the same thing, Jeffrey Simmons is like he affects the game. Look how good how good is that defense when he's on the field? How good is that defense when he's off the field? Exactly. So. And I am looking at the play by play right now too. And I, obviously, I know twenty five points isn't anything to get excited about, especially when it's Detroit. But they had three turnovers yesterday, and then they had a turnover on downs too. Like our defense did create some opportunities. The offense showed up and showed out, and it was so fun to watch. But the defense did what they needed to do to an extent, and I, I don't know. I just, I think it's easy for people to rag on them, and I get it because they're not as good as we're used to. They're they're not the same Titans teams. They're not the the Albert yeah, Haynes, whereas Javon Curse, Keith Bullock defense yeah, at all. Shut down Derrick Henry and, and stop it. Shut stop down. It. Uh, Tannehill, you know, Joe's uh, Joe's best man. <laughs> Rock, Tannehill, Tannehill, that's that's your official invite, man. Yeah. yeah. All in your court. <laughs> I cannot <laughs> with y'all. But uh No, no I, I mean the I defense is not dominant. And I just don't think it's going I mean, I'm not a hater. I'm just a realist. Like yeah. uh, about you know, about the defense, what, what I see. Like, I mean, you look, you look at last year, everybody's like, oh, my God, you know, we should win the Super Bowl now. Like, oh, my God, you know, this is, this is where our Tennessee fans, I think, 
like, oh, we should win the Super Bowl because we went to the AFC Championship last year. No. All right, let's look. You played last year. Who was it? First game was the Patriots. The Patriots against the Tom Brady that really didn't have any weapons other than uh, Julia Edelman, you know, um, everybody else, not really. Uh, not much of a run game. Okay, you beat that team. All right, who you play against next? You play against Lamar Jackson. Lamar Jackson is still kind of like that dynamic duo, you know, running running quarterback and all that stuff. Wasn't really zipping the ball as good as he was. I mean, as soon as you, you got a year to figure him out, you know, he's pretty – yeah, uh, you got them figured out. It's pretty much the same. It's like a sophomore slump. Same thing that happened to Cam Newton and all the running quarterbacks. Um, so then you go to a real, then you get to a real team, a real uh, quarterback that can play the game that's that that was or is becoming like a Tom Brady, Drew Brees type quarterback, and then they diced us up. I mean, it's going to be the same thing. And then I know we're saying that the Steelers are out or whatever. They're not out. I mean, it's just it just no. happens to be it just you know happen to be a little slump that they happen right now, which is completely fine. They already set themselves to be in the playoffs, and you know that's all good. But uh, if they pull out of it, then that's still a very dangerous team. Remember, this is a team that everybody was talking about at the beginning of the year, like how you know when they went on their what, seven, eight, nine, whatever game, win streak or whatever. And it's the same team, and just a lot of people hurt. So, I mean, yeah. they can figure it out, and they could be dangerous in the playoffs. So, uh, you got a lot of people to watch out for, and the Titans really need to figure it out or hope for a great schedule. Yeah, for sure. And the, the thing that kills me is like, I mean, I always am game planning for Patrick Mahomes in my head because ultimately, unless, you know, all hell breaks loose, that's what you have to go through to get to the Super Bowl if you're in the AFC. And yes, their offense is insane. Um, so I, I was reading, I, I think it was CBS that put it out. They faced three or four top five defenses this year and they average 29 points a game on them so it's not like a defense is really stopping them the the highlight there if you're a titans fan is we're averaging 31.1 points a game so if our defense has an all-star game and then our offense shows up the way they have been then we're good we we win that but that's obviously not the reality of the situation the other thing is their defense was the first one to figure out how to shut us down last year and they loaded the box. And they took away Derrick Henry. When you take away Derrick Henry, you take away our game. Well, when they, when any smart coach, I mean, any yeah defensive coach, like hey, Titans, you know, rely on the run to win the game. I mean, yeah. yeah. All you have to do is score fast and make it to where we can't run, and then Ryan Tannehill might show up. He might not. Hey, Joe, did he show up in the AFC Championship last year? Oh wow. Seem like shots fired. Oh my gosh. I wish we were recording video on this because Joe's face is awesome. <laughs> like bullets are flying right over your head, Joe. Like man. That's what I go back to though. Like I realize you can't sit on your laurels of last year. But if we're gonna say I can't say that, then y'all can't say, Oh, but look at how we did against Baltimore and the Patriots. You know what I mean? Like 
it's this year. We got to see what we can do this year. There have been games where Ryan Tannehill has been shut down, but you know who else was shut down? Derrick Henry. So it's not a bad thing. You just have to be a realist. And I'm not, this is not at you, Joe. This is at Titans fans that hate me. Oh, it's directly at Joe. It's directly. Oh, you're right. I'm making direct eye contact with him. You can hate me all you want. I love this team more than anything. And I have followed this team as long as I can remember. I want to see them win. But I also know Ryan Tannehill is not Tom Brady. Ryan Tannehill is not Drew Brees, Aaron Rodgers, Russell Wilson, Patrick Holmes, any of those guys. He's Ryan fucking Tannehill. And he is a good-ass quarterback. He's not elite. This offense is elite because Derrick Henry is something that we have never seen before, at least that I can remember. He is unreal. The things he does to people are insane. He's fun to watch, and he impacts the game. If you don't, I will say it again, because I continue to be proof correct. When Derrick Henry has over 100 yards, we are 14-2 and two with Ryan Tannehill as our quarterback. If he doesn't, we're 5-7. and seven. How can you look at that and tell me that our defenses or our offenses not depend on Derrick Henry? If he doesn't show up or if he gets shut down like the Chiefs did, we're done. How do you feel? I'm done now. So just a question for what you just said before I respond. (laughs) With with that being said, would you put Derrick Henry in front of both Chris Johnson and Eddie George? They're just in different times. It's a different offense. Just like the conversation we had a couple weeks ago, would you put Ryan Tannehill in front of Steve McNair? But, I mean, if you look back with Chris Johnson, that's when, what, I mean, that, that's very similar situation to what you're saying. A, a quarterback that maybe not have been good in another system gets made look better by an elite running back. So. Yes. Would, would you put Derrick Henry over both of Eddie and Chris Johnson? I'm not going to speak on Eddie because I just have a tremendous amount of respect for what he's done. I'll speak on Chris because I think they're similar. And I think those two guys have a lot of respect for each other. I'm not going to speak on Eddie because to be completely honest, I was under 10 years old when he started playing with us. And my, my like seven, eight year old brain was not comprehending football at the level that I can comprehend it at this point in my life. I'll speak on Chris. Chris is incredibly talented. He's a different running back. It's a different game. Derrick Henry wears you down. Chris Johnson wore you down to an extent. He was insanely fast and shifty. And, I mean, he hit over 2,000 yards. He's one of the, what, eight running backs that have done that. This 13-3 and team that we were talking about earlier, he made that team kind of what it was alongside the defense. That's why those two together. It wasn't Kerry Collins was great. Kerry Collins was good. So, yes, I would put Derek and Chris kind of at the same level as far as impact. The major difference here is Chris had an all-star defense to make sure that he wasn't, you know, under all that pressure. Derek's under a lot of pressure, and so is Ryan Tannehill, because our defense isn't what it was when Albert was there. Okay, fair enough. But and what was your what was your question that I was answering before we got sidetracked there? I'm sorry. Oh, um... Uh, just how you felt about my little rant. A lot of that was about the running back in complimentary football, though, no? In that kind of yeah, sense. it was. 
Albert, I'll, I'll let you take a whack. What? Like, about the running backs? Uh, hmm. Well, I play with, I play with, of course, CJ, and I play with Eddie. I mean, yeah, why, they're, they're, they're different running backs. I would say, uh, I would say Derek Henry might be a, above Eddie, but we can't. I can't really say that because it's only been there like one or two years, you know. I mean, Eddie had a longer sustained uh, career that he did it, you know, you know, longer and stuff. So we have to kind of see how yeah. Henry finishes his career to compare. But, yeah, um, like Anna said about – uh, CJ and and Derek Aaron is like completely two different style running back. I mean, completely. Like CJ hit that corner, and this you know it's all over. Uh, you know, and which I'm actually impressed with uh, Derek Henry's speed too, because I saw that. Yeah. Uh, I mean, you've seen that before, but just his last game against Detroit, he hit that corner, and he was you know he was moving for his size, so. Um, yeah, yeah. I mean, just two different running backs, but uh, still, be even compared to those two guys, should be amazing for him. Yeah, and you know who else's speed I was really impressed with yesterday? Tannehill, man, he hit twenty miles an hour. Man, don't be gassing, Joe. Look, Tannehill, baby, Tannehill. Uh, I'll give him that. He hit the gas, and I loved it. Like, y'all might not believe me. I cheer for this guy. I want him to win. I just think people are crazy for putting him in the conversation. Like people are like, oh, he deserves to be in it. I saw it again. He deserves to be in MVP conversations. It is not. What? It's of not, what? you know, Sally out here in MVP Portland. On this team. Exactly. There are reporters in Nashville that represent like different media sites that are saying he deserves to be in those conversations. Every single reporter in Nashville should be supporting Derrick Henry's MVP campaign because that's the only legitimate one here. And they're not, which is kind of mind-boggling. Yeah, it's frustrating. Let me not. We did this a couple weeks ago. I won't do it again. No, it, it's really weird how like you'll you'll see Derrick Henry's name pop up in a spare article or two, but we we keep ESPN on, ESPN on at work pretty much all day long, and it's always Mahomes, Rogers, Mahomes, Rogers. You don't hear anything. It's this man could potentially get close to breaking the all time record if he has two massive games against two really bad rush defenses the last two uh, weeks of the season. Doubtful he gets there. I'll just be happy with two thousand yards. But he's having an all-time season, and he's getting no love outside of a couple, you know, sprinkles here and there. Which I think if he gets two thousand yards, I don't think there's a any way in hell you can't give it to him because you are right. The Titans are nowhere near where they are right now without him having the season he's having, and it's just it's, an all-time season by any running back. So I mean, he he's got to be in that conversation. Yeah. Uh, look at look at uh, I mean look at those eight running backs. They got two thousand yards. How many of those won the MVP? Adrian Peterson won it back in twenty twelve when he did it. Is that it though? Uh, I I doubt it. I'm sure. 
Well, say, I don't know off the top of my well, head. Well, we know CJ didn't win it. CJ didn't get it. And you know, I think it it is dependent on, you know, what do we do in the playoffs? Because people are going to go back to that. Patrick Mahomes is going to take his team far, if not all the way to the Super Bowl in the playoffs. Aaron Rodgers is going to do the same. And if Derrick Henry can do that, take us to the AFC Championship and put on a good show against probably Kansas City, then he has to be in that conversation. He has to be very high in that conversation. If we beat Kansas City in the playoffs at any point in time, you have to have him in that conversation. And he is above Patrick Mahomes, in my opinion, because he's propelled his team past that. Because you, you can't compare a quarterback and a running back's numbers. So I think a big thing when Chris Johnson went for 2000, in that year that we started 0-8 and, and wound up finishing 8-8. Eight and eight, Yep, they were, they were stupid. You know, they, didn't, they didn't sign their... Uh, best defensive player act so yeah <laughs> so I, th- I think that puts a, a, a big credit onto why Chris didn't get it it's just because it, it's hard to put him as the MVP of the league when he went for 2,000 yards and his team still barely broke 500 yeah which that's, and that's not the case this year where we're sitting at 10 and 4 right now so right right so let's I, I want to bounce over really quick to the Packers because this week poses a lot of interesting things. I, I personally have a couple Packers fans that I love dearly in my life, um, but I would really love to see them upset this weekend um, just because I love watching Aaron Rodgers lose. I'm going to say this. I realize this. I just don't like him for whatever reason. Um, so I think it would be fun just to watch him lose and then for it to be the Titans to do it. It just makes it better. Jeez. But... but I'm aggressive, Albert. We're we're getting to know each other at this point. <laughs> I'm a spiteful bitch, if you will, and I have many <laughs> references that'll confirm that. <laughs> um, but this com this game has a lot of implications around the MVP conversation too, because if our defense can somehow show, I, the defense has got to be supporting Derrick Henry in this too. Because if the defense can shut down Aaron Rodgers, and you can go, look, Aaron Rodgers didn't do what he normally does against, excuse me, against a, you know, lackluster Titans defense, and let Derrick Henry run all over that shitty run defense they have, I think that poses a very, what does that head to head look like? You know, like that's part of the conversation too. Um, it's not a huge part of the conversation, but. That would be interesting. That's an interesting hypothetical. See, I think Derrick Henry has over 200 yards because it's cold. It's going to be, what, 30 degrees, snowing, Something like that. 24. Yeah. And it like the cold up there is different. Um, and he's prepared for it. That's all of his conditioning he does in the summer, all the crazy stuff he does when he's down in Texas working in the offseason. It is so that he can push through the end of the season. And, uh, I don't know. I, I'm feeling a 200-yard game by Henry. I'm feeling probably over 350 for Aaron Rodgers. But my boldest prediction that people aren't liking right now is that the deciding factor of this game, I think it's going to be close, but I think in the second half, whoever has a big turnover, not just you know a big stop or anything, but a big turnover, I think that decides who wins the game. And I think Big Jeff forces a fumble, and we get it, and we win the game. And I think you know Ryan Tannehill might throw a little... A little uh, 
spice up in there and and take us there. But it's going to be Derrick Henry all day long. So I've got a, an X factor that I don't think a lot of people are thinking of. It's a person okay. I've given a lot of shit to this season, and it's Kevin Byard. Oh. Kevin Byard got the monkey off his back. He got a pick in garbage time this week. Yes. And I really hope that just opens the floodgates to where he's playing like the player he used to be. Because this is this game is 110% going to come down to our secondary and Derrick Henry's ability to run. Because this is your biggest test going into the playoffs. This Green Bay team is a serious Super Bowl contender. And if you want to go win the Super Bowl, if you want to contend and try to beat the Chiefs out of the AFC, you've got to be able to beat this team or at least put up a damn good fight while you're playing them. Because if you go into Lambeau and you get behind two or three touchdowns early, it is going to be a long day because then you got to throw out the run and you play from behind. And it's shown that we do not play the best when we're playing from behind. So, I wonder why that is. I wonder why that is, Joe. Because we don't have an elite quarterback. Mm. Patrick Mahomes can play from behind. He can. <laughs> yes, he can. <laughs> I've, I've watched it. <laughs> yes. Yeah, we've all seen those games where you're like, oh, are the Chiefs finally going to lose? Nope. No, Patrick I'll, I'll Mahomes is just playing that. in his backyard. I'll never get over that divisional game against the Texans. That was insane. Yeah, that was crazy. And it, we don't have the ability to do that. No, we don't. Hey, hey, we almost hey, did. Not we to, almost did against the Browns. Not, not to jump forward before the end of the season. We got a real test in Houston. Houston yeah. is going to be a real test. Like, oh, you know, peeping out their games this year, they ain't been losing by much. Like that team yeah. is very legit. So I think it could give us some problems. Uh, was it the last game that we played them? Mm-hmm. Yep. I mean, I think, you know, not to jump forward that you know, week, but I'm just, like, looking at how we talk about Houston. They, shit. I mean, they're, they're something. I mean, yeah, Deshaun Watson's always going to keep you in the game. Yeah. I mean, they but kind of started to fall been, off. The- they've been playing good. Even so ever I'm, since those PED Breaks came out with about Will Fuller and uh, I don't remember who it was in, on their defense. Can't remember. They, it seemed like they've lost a lot of juice. And I, I mean, it's the end of the season, so I, I don't blame them. But I definitely could see them looking to, to spite us and put us out of the division race. Yeah. Sure they're going to be playing hard. Yeah, absolutely. And we're dependent on uh, the Steelers, who have looked the way they have, to beat the Colts to give us that edge. That sucks. <laughs> I don't want it to. It's what they play them and then the Jaguars. Yeah, we got it. We got it. If we want the division, it it almost everything comes down to beating the Packers. Yeah, which sucks because yep. our first double digit win season, when it used to be nine and seven or ten wins, won you the AFC South. We have a chance to go at least you hope eleven and five, and it still may not be enough, which sucks. But yeah, yeah, it's crazy. It's a really weird year with a lot of. Here's the thing that's been interesting about the NFL. There's a lot of teams that have, like, one glaring weakness. And there's not, other than the Chiefs, there's not a team that's overwhelmingly the favorite to go and take the Super Bowl. And um, I don't know. It's just any 
Who would have thought that Cleveland would be doing what they're doing? I hate it. The, the Browns are another team I just hate. And I, I have no reason except Baker Mayfield. So, spiteful, told you. I'm there with you. Yeah, I got a buddy that's a freaking huge Browns fan. I'm just like, dude, shut up. You're not going anywhere. Like, yeah, you won some games. Big deal. You're not like, not like going to be all up in the playoffs doing all this stuff. You know what I mean? He's, <laughs> I mean, Brown fans, I mean, this gives them hope. It gives the people hope. Like, I went to a game probably a couple years ago against the Steelers when they, when they tied against the Steelers at the beginning of the uh-huh. season. And they like, and they had the, the beer, the beer uh, refrigerators all around the city. Mm-hmm. And like, oh, yeah, you know, if you win the game, they open it up. And then they tied the first game. <laughs> the Steelers <laughs> are so devastated. I mean, but those people literally look like they, like, beginning of the game. I mean, uh, before the game, I mean, they, they, you would think they were the Patriots. You would think they won, like, four or five Super Bowls. I mean, like, the way they party, hung out. I mean, it's raining. It's nasty. They're out there. Like, it's, you know, sunshine at, at like, you know, 80 degrees or something. I mean, it was crazy. So I can only imagine how those people are right now, that they actually got some wins. I mean, they actually had, well, they got 10 wins, right? Yeah. yeah. Which is damn yeah. shocking. I mean, whoever know, but, I mean. And Baker Mayfield's playing good football. Yeah, he's up on contract, I guess. Yeah. That might have something to do with it, but no, the the AFC is tough. Yeah. It is tough this year, Who's more so than it usually is. Right. Was that the Steelers? Yeah, for now. So who's second? The, the Bills. Oh, it was the Bills. The Bills not in that conference. It, that's oh, Steelers, Bengals, Browns. Sorry, and, uh, I was thinking conference, not uh, division. My bad. I mean, division, yeah. So it's uh, the Browns and then the Ravens. Yep. Yep. Uh, and yeah. if if the Steelers huh. lose to the Colts this week, Week Seventeen is going to be for the division against Cleveland. That's crazy. Steelers against uh, against Cleveland. Cleveland. Yep, week 17. Where at? Oh, that's a good question. I don't know. Huh. I can only imagine my my uh, friend freaking going nuts. Yeah, we're going to do that. Like, oh. <laughs> so I was actually up there the year they went 0-16. We played in Cleveland that year. That was the nothing but field goals game that went to overtime. It was absolutely horrible. I feel for that fan base. Because that place was halfway empty, and the people that were there were wild for that team that was about to go 0 and 16. And I started, I started to want to pull for them after going. And now, ever since they got Baker, they are just one of the most obnoxious fan bases I think I've ever ran into in my life. They're obnoxious anyway. I mean, I like Jim Brown. That's about it. Jim Brown and Jim Haslam. <laughs> yeah. That's fair. Hey, I've got some buddies that want to talk to you about some UT football, by the way. They've got a UT podcast, and I was like, yep, at some point I'll have to hook that up. But um, 
I can't hang in that conversation. Joe, you you're not a UT fan, are you? Anchor down. Oh no. <laughs> Anchor down. What Vandy? So okay. There, there's a reason. There's a reason why I'm a Vanderbilt fan. So I didn't grow up in a college football family. So I got into college football when I was in high school because my best friend was is a Vanderbilt fan. And that's when we had James Franklin. So I knew no better. I knew winning football, well, kind of winning football, <laughs> when I started watching Vanderbilt. So I was like, okay, they're a good team. And then once Franklin was gone, I was like, oh, shit, what, what the fuck did I get myself into? So I don't, I don't ditch my teams when they suck. I, I stick through thin and thin, so I'm a, I'm a Vandy fan. I claim it. They're just they're not a good football team. Hey, no, I'm a, no, they're not. And I claim it. We're sucking ass. Like, it like <laughs> wheels are falling off, but still got faith. <laughs> at least you got that national championship. Do what? I said at least you got the national championship. Nope, I didn't. I didn't. I'm, I'm talking about there. like as the as a as the the organization as the the program. Uh, Vanderbilt doesn't have it, so we've never no. even sniffed it. So no, I mean, not I'm at all. Pretty sure you have one like the like what chess club or debate <laughs> national championship or something like that. Hey, we got baseball. We got baseball. Yeah, you got a good baseball team. That's it. <laughs> so hey, real did... quick, oh, go ahead. I was gonna say, who do they hire? Uh, the defensive coordinator from Notre Dame. Uh, what, what is his name? Something. Ugh. Wait, hey, God. I'm not gonna lie. I was impressed, and this is gonna sound really, really weird coming off a loss. But when they just played Clemson, their defense was on the field the entire game, and for the most point for Clemson and for Trevor Lawrence, they held them in check. When Trevor Lawrence is on the field for an entire game, they usually hang up 50, 60, 70 points. They held him to like 40-something. So, hey, maybe, maybe, maybe. <laughs> You're he's proud of that? They're supposed to be a good fucking team. So, yeah. No, they're not. They held they 40. I mean, you got Trevor Lawrence is playing fucking Wake Forest. And, you know, you know, basically like – Fucking like Riverdale High School and shit like that. Like that's who they're playing, and no wonder they're putting 60, 70 points. So now they play supposed to be a top, uh, what top? It was they're ranked number two or something like that. I mean, this oh, no. is fucking ridiculous. Like uh, <laughs> totally, ridiculous. they should be in the college playoffs. They're only they're only doing that. They're only doing that because they have a fan base. Have a very big fan base, and they want to see like a bunch of those little Rudies fucking out there running around on the field. I guess the only reason they're getting in the college playoffs because of their fan base, or it should yes. be. Yes. It Notre Dame pisses. I this is not what our show is about, but we're here. Notre Dame pisses me off. I'm a Hoosier. I hate Notre Dame because of that. And their I was a rower, and their rowing team was phenomenal, but my boat beat them, so whatever. Um, Notre Dame, this whole show has been me talking about teams I hate, and I apologize. I hate Notre Dame fans. I've never met, with the exception of a couple guys on the network, I've never met a humble Notre Dame fan. And their team is ass. Like, they don't join a conference on purpose because they know they suck. 
And then they get forced in the ACC this year because of COVID. It's like, oh, they beat Clemson without Trevor Lawrence. Oh, oh that's all I heard. Like, yeah, yeah. Oh, I had a guy at the bar. Oh, we beat Clemson. Yeah, oh, we beat Clemson. I'm like, dude, they didn't have anybody. Like, they had their water boys, like, I mean, like, playing and shit. Like, you, dude, you. <laughs> and he was like, oh, no, no, we're, we're, we're good. And then, uh, and then, like, then we play, then, uh, then they play this game. And he's like, well, I mean, yeah, this is like nine out of ten times. Nine out of ten times we're going to beat them. I'm like, what? Uh-huh. So like, this is just the one time? Yeah, I'm like, That's hilarious. Barely... oh, my God. These people are like, out of their mind. I was like, dude, you literally, literally are a fucking idiot. I'm like, I'm yes. sorry. He's like, That's I'm from, it. yeah, well, I don't matter. Like, I'm from fucking South Carolina. You don't see me pulling for South Carolina. Like I could talk right. it, you know, real. So I don't know. They just shouldn't be in there. They're gonna get their ass waxed. Uh, who they play? Alabama. Yeah, Alabama's Alabama's gonna tear them apart. Yeah, they're gonna get it's waxed. Just like with like how this year, you know, we have a an insane offense on the Titans that are putting up crazy points, and we're used to a dominant defense. Look at Bama. Like their offense is wild. Just unreal. And then you look at their defense, and they're still really, really good. So you go against Notre Dame. It's just a, it's a toss. It's you know just a gimme. And um, I don't know. I go back and forth because there's so many. The playoff debate in the format comes up a lot, and um, I go back and forth because there's so many college teams that play. But at the end of the day, at least for now. It's Clemson, Clemson versus Bama, with the exception of LSU last year, who just had something special. I mean, nobody can deny that, but it's been Clemson versus Bama for like five years. So why even have the the four teams? It doesn't matter. Yeah, well, that that helps me win money because I got a friend that he'll bet fucking Ohio State against the field. <laughs> Bring it on. He thinks Ohio State's going to win. I bet him oh. before the season ever starts. Like, so I look forward to that money. I actually haven't saw him this this week. I need to I need to talk to him, see if we still got that bet. You know, I don't need an extra grand in my pocket. <laughs> yeah. That's funny. Yeah, I guess it's like Ohio State. Oh yeah, Ohio State. I'm like, people are just blind. I I just don't I don't I don't understand how they, I know they love their teams and shit like that, but. All right, let's be realistic. Like, I'm not gonna like, oh yeah, Tennessee's gonna win that championship. You like suck, or Tennessee's gonna win the SEC East or something. Like, I, like I'm, I'm a realist. I'm a realist. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, it's like team. these, these crazy Titans fans that think Tannehill is God. It's wild. Yeah, yeah. Like, oh my God, like Tannehill is. I mean, he should change his name number to twelve. Right? That's what he. Uh, <laughs> Can be Brady. Maybe he should like date, uh, you know, Giselle's like sister or something like that. I don't know, man. Tana Hill's got a pretty, uh, pretty smoking wife. Not gonna lie, she's she's really beautiful. He ain't fucking making thirty million a year either. <laughs> <laughs> you know, what I mean, like shit, like Giselle be be buying Tom. Huh? I remember like Tom signed this deal. And then, like, 
like a 27, I got like two or three years, 27 million. And then she made like 30 million that year. I'm like, wow. Yeah. Well, that was a guy that compromised uh, salary for having the weapons around him. You got to respect that. But yeah, no, she she's a boss. I like her, but no. So let's wrap this up. What are y'all's final thoughts, keys to victory, all that for for the Sunday night matchup, which I'm so excited about against Green Bay? I'm really excited. It's going to be a shootout, and that's what scares me. I really, really need to see the defense step up and take the ball away, I think at least twice, to to give us the edge for the win. So I'm going to... I'm not, I'm not giving a prediction this week, but I'm just going to say that it all leans on the defense this weekend. It all leans on the defense? Uh, I, I think the defense is going to be the key to a, the difference between a win and a loss. That's putting that shit on their shoulders. That's not a good idea, but... but it's terrifying. Yeah, well, I'm... Uh, I don't know. I mean, Tyson, how they get off to a fast start and I mean, defense is going to have to play a strong game. Um, but, you know, I'm going to be honest. Just going to be honest. Uh, I think I'm going to see the Packers going to win. Just, just Albert. Just, oh. Right, just, oh, and I'm, hey, I'm a realist. I'm being real. Like, it's a really good team. They're playing at their home. Uh, yeah. Planning cold, you know, who knows, be fucking snowing that damn place. And, and they might make the Titans park like in somebody's yard and walk all the way to the damn field. <laughs> How fucked up that place is. But <laughs> uh, I mean, like, you know, I, I don't know, like the, the Packers got a really nice team. And, and I got to say, I'm a fan of uh, Matt, Matt LaFleur, like yeah. taking over. Job, um, you know, I, I knew him when I was in Washington when he was just a GA, you know, and I talked to him, and then of course he came at Titans to talk to him, and now, you know, there. So uh, I was a realist. I don't, I just don't think our defense can hold up to to uh, Aaron Rodgers. I mean, he's a great, he's a great quarterback. And uh, I mean, he's playing well this year, so I, I hate to say it, I have to call the Packers when I win at home. But what so, you're saying is the defense is the key to victory. Well, the defense is the key to the loss. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all are stupid. Uh, yeah. I hate both of you. So I'm going to be bold. I'm going to say the cold. I know this is going to sound really stupid. I think the cold is what's going to work against the Packers because no matter how often you train in that weather, that shit still stings when you try to catch a football when it's 24 degrees outside and it's going to be night. It could be snowing all that. All we have to do is turn around and hand the ball to the King and he's going to make some people feel things they've never felt before. He bullies grown ass men. Now, I don't think he could stiff arm Albert Hainsworth out of his way, but that's not what we're asking him to do. We're oh, asking well. him to... <laughs> he's, he's like, I will welcome that challenge. You should do it now. 
Re- retired Albert Hainsworth versus career Derrick Henry. Oh, hell no. We're about the same size now. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I think the key to this game is Derrick Henry going for over 200 yards. I think if he does that, we win. Um, and I do think that I don't know what the weather has been like recently in Green Bay, but I think you're going to see some drops. I think you're going to see some drops on our side too. Cause you know, AJ has been doing that quite a bit. RIP. <laughs> but I think that's going to create opportunities for guys like Kevin Byard, Malcolm Butler, maybe a Dory to step up and get an interception and really create some momentum shifts in this game. And I think our defense will be a major key to our victory. Um, and I think they're going to surprise a lot of people because no matter what you think about the defense as a unit, we have talented players, and a lot of them got snubbed in the Pro Bowl voting. Ryan Tannehill got snubbed in the Pro Bowl voting, and um, and I, Malcolm Butler got, and I think Ryan Tannehill out of all of them deserved to be there. I put my little tweet out there about Jeffrey Simmons because everybody knows that's my guy, but a lot of them deserve to be a little bit higher in that conversation. They didn't get there, so I think. They're coming in hot. They know that they're the underdog in this game. And that's when we play really good Titans football. So I'm picking the Titans. And it's not just because I'm a fan. It's because I'm a realist, Albert. Okay. That'd be over. Hey, hope you prove me wrong. Be great. Me too. You said bet the over? Bet the over. 56. Oh, yeah. Bet the over. Hammer it. Jesus. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. So do you have a score prediction, Joe? I'm not doing one. Not this week. I'm I'm staying out of it this week. He's too anxious. I'm too anxious. I this game could people. I'm going to be quick with this. People forget that we absolutely embarrassed the snot out of them four years ago. Aaron Rodgers was obviously on that team. I guarantee you, he remembers that. I guarantee you. So I'm just I'm just going to pray for a win. But unless y'all have anything else, again, this is Titans beat on the Say It Again Network. Make sure you follow us over on Twitter, Facebook, like, and share. We appreciate all of the love y'all have been sending our ways, and we hope you all have a happy holiday season. Tighten up. Tighten up. Merry Christmas.